Thanks for checking out the PowerPlace audio podcast. If you want more resources for your walk with the Lord, you can visit us online at www.thepowerplace.org. You can check us out on YouTube and Facebook at The PowerPlace Church if you want to watch the service online. And if you want to give, you can text any amount to 84321 or visit the church website. I'm Isaiah Hollis. I'm the lead pastor here at The PowerPlace. I'm excited for what God is doing in the house. The Power Place exists to help you encounter the Lord's presence daily, to be empowered by His Spirit and His Word so that you can go and engage with your world. It's why we're here. And so we just, we, we, we want to create an area, a space where God can move and have no boundaries. That's why when we come into His presence in the morning and worship, we say, Lord, move. Do whatever you want to do. We give you the room, we give you ourselves, we give you its order, and we say, God, go ahead have your way. Yes, we do our due diligence. We build out the service. We build out its order. And then we say, Lord, wreck it. <laughs> do whatever you want. The, the first song that uh, Pastor Landon sang this morning was, was written by Pastor Landon um, for Acts 2 Church. It's a season of supernatural suddenlies. I just want to say thank you to Pastor Landon for, for searching God's heart to write that song. Yeah. Amen. Amen. It's, it's in those private moments because daily encounters with the Lord matter. And so when you're in those moments with the Father, that's where those kind of things are birthed. Oh, I don't know how he does that. Get in the private moments with God. Get in those moments with the Father and let him do things for you. It's in those moments where he reveals things. He, he shows you things. He lights things up. He brings spotlights to things. And he reveals uh, his word in you and for you. And so that's the kind of thing, that's the kind of church that I want to be a part of. I want to be a part of a church that, that worships with everything that they got. That lays it all down at the altar. Says, Lord, I pour myself out on you this morning. That doesn't mean just my voice, Lord. I'm going to pour myself out on you this morning. I'm going to go beyond my comfort zone. I'm going to go beyond my worry, my pride. I'm going to, I'm going to tear down that stuff. I'm going to tear down my dignity, Lord, because it's your honor over my dignity. And so I choose to lay that stuff down. Yesterday, we had the privilege of having men's breakfast. It was so good. It was so good. Oh, my word. I want to thank Pastor Billy for heading that up and setting that all up. Can we just give it up for Pastor Billy? He did a phenomenal job of organizing. And then I want to thank all the men's wives for cooking for us yesterday. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Half and half. Yes. I was like, man, that's so good. Like my wife made it. The food was phenomenal. I felt like I was at Shady Maple. It was so good. I forgot my straw hat yesterday morning, but it would have been amazing to be like right at Shady Maple. Anyways, um, it was so good. So thank you for everyone who cooked and brought out food because that was a, a time together. Um, while we were there yesterday, we started addressing uh, some of the issues going on in our city. And, and one of the things that's going on right over here at Victory Brewing on March 12th is our first drag show is happening and it's a drag show brunch. Um, and so yesterday as men... Um, I just felt a rise in my spirit this week as, as I saw the post that was allowed in a group on Facebook. Kind of boggles my mind. Um, but but those that, as I saw the post, something rose up in my spirit and the Lord said, there's an attack on masculinity. 
There's an attack in this day and age on masculinity. And it's coming uh, from, from an absolute demonic place. And so yesterday, as, as men, we, uh, we prayed over what's happening in our city. I want to make something very clear. I want to I help you to understand where we are as a church. Um, we do not pray people out. Okay, I want to I make sure that we're all clear. We don't pray people out, so we're not praying, you know, I pray all those drag queens out. No, we're praying the demonic out, and if people don't want to release it, then they have to go also. Okay? So when we prayed against the witch in Kennet on the corner, we prayed against the demonic spirit that she was hosting. She didn't want to release it, so she had to go too. Are we clear? Just want to make sure we're clear as a church moving forward because we're going to pray in a second. We're going to pray against because we believe that God can start to shift the hearts of the owners of Victory Brewing. I'm telling you, as I was praying this week, I was like, Lord, I pray that you would start to shift the hearts of the owners to say, you know what? Something's not right here. I don't know if we can allow this. Like, let's start to pray a shift in because we will not tolerate. It's one of my favorite words. We will not tolerate. I got it from Pastor Greg. We will not tolerate sin. Because tolerance breeds more. When we sit back and just tolerate sin, we actually give it permission to breed. And so we say in this house, no more. And so we're going to pray as a church. I believe that what God is doing in this house is going to become contagious on the outside of these four walls. We're taking a city for Jesus, not just a church group. Amen. 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 I love seeing all the videos of the Asbury revival that's happening right now. You know, the people lined up to get in the door. Um, so, someone said, uh, you know, I hope there's never another Christian concert that charges money because this one's for free. That's what I want to see. Like, let's see people that are hungry for God that are traveling from all over the world. There was people there from Indonesia, people there from Brazil. People are flying in from overseas to come and see what's happening at Asbury. Revival starts with humility. It's everything. Lord, we humble ourselves. We come into submission with you, Lord, and we say surrender. Lord, we, we surrender. We surrender ourselves to you and say, Lord, pour. It's not our agenda. This church is not built around a man. It's built around him. It's not built around a man. It's built around him. So he is the reason that we're here. It's not about the staff of the church. We're just here as vessels to take care of what God has put in our hearts for this city. But it's about him and him only. And uh, so there's, there's so many things that uh, got word this week that down at Brandywine School District, they're putting kitty litter boxes in the bathrooms because they have some students that are identifying as cats. You know, it's funny. I'm not surprised. <laughs> so we have to do background checks for all of our teachers and go through a whole bunch of processes. But the school board can get together and put kitty litter boxes in the bathroom and not cause any confusion for any student. No, I'm sorry. So we're coming against that agenda. This woke 2023, everybody can do whatever they want. Nobody's going to look at them any different. They're not going to be judged. Nope, not in my house. Not here. Not here. We're coming against that stuff. That's not allowed. Here's the thing. Identity is in Jesus. So when you're outside of that, you lose your identity. 
you're going to start searching for it in all the wrong places. And so what people are, are getting attached to is the things of this world and looking online for how they identify. No, that's a problem. You have the wrong friends group. Wrong friends group. You've got to get some new friends. And so you got to identify with the one that knows your identity. He knows every hair on your head and you come into alignment with the father and all of a sudden your identity is there. So come on, can we pray? We're just going to pray uh, over, over victory, over what's coming. And we're going to say, Lord, we stop it now in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray that you would put a, a wall. Lord, put a wall right now. We come against. Lord, we come against the attack uh, on masculinity. Lord, we pray as men rise. Lord, there's a freedom that happens, God. Lord, I pray that you would just release all confusion. Lord, let, let confusion go in Jesus' name. Identity return in you, Jesus. We love you and we thank you, Lord. We thank you that you are working all things for good. In Jesus' name, Lord, do it. Do it now. Do it now, Lord. Do it through us. Lord, give us the right words to say. Lord, I pray that you would lead us and guide us in these moments. We love you and we thank you, Jesus. And everybody said, amen. 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 Hey, if you are new with us this morning, welcome. We are going to be taking ground at a rapid pace for Jesus. Amen. And, uh, and we're not scared to do it. God has given us some stuff in our spirits and we're going to be loud about it. And, uh, we're not going to stop and have little chatter chatter on the way. So if you need to have little conversations, it's probably not for us because <laughs> I just don't feel like stopping. Um, here's the thing. Confusion is not in the house of God because it's not in the word of God. So if there's anything that you're confused about, go to the word and find some clarity. It's in there for you. It's what he did for us. He, he put it all in a book for us so that we could have full, full clarity on the situation. So anytime I, I hear about confusion, I say, listen, just go to the word. He's the greatest counselor. He'll bring you to, right, to the right verse to bring you complete clarity on what you're thinking. And that'll open up your mind uh, to everything that God's doing. Amen? Amen. Um, we say around here, we say money in your heart is a poison, but money in your hand is a weapon. Money in your heart is a poison, but money in your hand is a weapon. I want to encourage you as a church um, get some, get some weapon, get some weapon going. Um, this, this whole next, uh, generation is, is looking at, you know, how they can best do this and best do that. Man, I just go to the word and God's like, Hey, listen, get it out of your heart, get it in your hand, start to sow it into the right soil and watch what God, what, watch what I'll do. And, uh, and that's, that's what he does. He's, he's so good, um, with what he does. And so I just want to encourage you as a church, um, start using your money as a weapon and watch God pour out, um, his spirit upon you. Watch God pour out his spirit upon you. Amen. Amen. In, in Proverbs uh, 3, verse 9 and 10, it says, Honor the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruits of all your crops, then. Everybody just wants the last part. They all just want 10. But you got to do nine first. Honor the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruits of all your crops, then. Then. Then your barns will be filled to overflowing. <laughs> And your vats will brim over with new wine. Amen. We have, uh, we have incredible pastors here at the Power Place. I just want to go ahead and take a moment and honor Pastor Luke and Ashton as they have led our youth. Can we give it up for Pastor Luke and Ashton? Yeah. You have to stand because I know you hate to stand. So that's, you have to stand now. That's it. Come on. Can we honor them?
I love what they're doing. And uh, we were talking with Ashton today. She said, I just want to preserve holiness. What a line. It's like, can you pause for a second? I need to write that down. <laughs> preserve holiness. Uh, the word preserve to maintain its original or existing state. Holiness in its original state. Not the tainted 2023 version of holiness and the new church and the new thinking of, of life. No, no, no. It's original state, holiness in the form that Jesus created it to be. Ooh, that's so good. And they're leading the kid, they're leading the youth. They're kids to me now. You know, youth are kids. It's great. Love it. Like, oh, you little tykes. It says in Isaiah 6, verse 3, it says, And they were calling to one another, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. The whole earth is full of his glory. <laughs> Take me back. Take me to those. I, Lord, you're so holy. Take me back before all things that were corrupt. Lord, you is all I want. I just want you. And I want the original state of holiness. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. He's so good. Mm. Acts chapter three. <clears throat> Last week we talked uh, about Acts chapter two. And when the presence of God, the fire of God fell on those in the room. What a picture to go back and, and think about that moment that Jesus fell, that the fire fell, that they were hosting something that they didn't know how to host because it was brand new. I look at the Asbury Revival, and you can see, you know, different, different shots. And there's, there's nothing spectacular uh, going on. It's just people hungry for God. It's just people hungry for God. People waiting to get in the room because they're just hungry. I, I think about the Bible story, the, the, you know, the hole in the ceiling. They cut a hole in the ceiling to get the man just down in the middle. I just got to get, we just got to get him in his presence. We'll, we'll, go, we'll go to major extent just to get him in his presence. I wonder what would happen now in these days if we had that same kind of hunger. I just have to get in his presence with people that are in unity with where I am. I just, I'm just hungry. I'm more hungry than I've ever been. I just want to be around him and go in. Like, I'm not coming in here to find a seat. I don't need a seat. I can, I can just lean on the wall. It's fine. I'm good. I'm chilling. I just need to be in his presence. Rather than, oh, they, did they sit in my seat? Is there? Is that? It was every week. Even even though you might not think you have things to surrender, you need to be in surrender. You might be in here like, well, I mean, I've searched my heart and my mind, and I just don't think there's anything I need to surrender today, so I'm good. No, 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 no. Worship is posturing surrender. It's Lord, all of you, less of me. I just want you. So when we come into His presence, it's Lord. Lord, here I am. What does that look like? It looks like all in going beyond me. Saying, Lord, 
There's my dignity. Went out the door a long time ago, and here I am. I'm here to honor you. Acts chapter 3, verse 1. One day, Peter and John were going up to the temple at the time of prayer. At 3 in the afternoon, now a man who was lame from birth was being carried to the temple gate called Beautiful, where he was put every day to beg from those going into the temple courts. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for money. Peter looked straight at him, as did John. Then Peter said, look at us. So the man gave them his attention, expecting to get something from them. Then Peter said, silver or gold, I do not have. But what I do have, I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. Taking him by the right hand, he helped him up, and instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong. He jumped to his feet and began to walk. Then he went with them into the temple courts, walking and jumping and praising God. (laughs) I love it. When all the people saw him walking and praising God, they recognized him as the same man who used to sit begging at the temple gate called Beautiful. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. You know, people might remember you from what you used to be. When you walk into a room, people might remember who you used to be. And that might be your biggest holdback to go forward. As I was, as I was studying, God kept pushing this into my spirit so heavy I'm like, Lord, I I wonder if the mirror people look in is the mirror that everyone else has created for them. And you're you're recognized as someone of of what you used to walk with, you used to deal with, you used to struggle with. And now that's become your identity because old relationships are still calling you into those behaviors. But when people saw him, they recognized him as the man who used to beg. But what brought wonder and amazement was the fact of his posture, walking, jumping, running. So his posture created questions in those people. It was the thing that said, man, so I wonder, you know, you get saved, you come to church, you get saved, and then you go back and you you have the same posture as you had before Christ. And this is where I felt, this is where I felt the Lord was leading me. Because a lot of us have have gotten changed, transformed, uh, uh, just wrecked by God. And that we literally live the same exact way that we did before God, just minus maybe all the bad stuff. But we still have the same posture. Our life is still the same. "Eh, I'm not as bad of a guy as I used to be. I'm not as bad of a girl as I used to be. But your posture hasn't changed. And to me, posture before the Father is completely different. And this is where the walking, running, and jumping brought people's questions saying, I wonder how the beggar that was at the front of the, how are you now? What's different? Huh? How did that, who did you, where, how? Hmm. And questions lead to testimony. And testimony lead to change. And change leads to results. So now all of a sudden you have this, this movement that's happening because you chose to, ch- to change your posture. He could have said, hey, that's great. Thanks so much. And gone home. 
And then, like most people in 2023, chose to go back out on the corner the next day and play the system. I mean, why not? You're, getting, you're still getting stuff. So, I mean, it's my way of living now. I'm so used to it. How am I going to provide? I mean, I know, I know, I know, I know. I know I'm healed, but, but I can still use those ways, right? God's like, no, 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 no. Take off. Go running and jumping. Change your posture so that I can pour out. And then through that, I'm going to create wonder and amazement around you. And people are going to be like, where, how, who? And you're going to be like, Jesus. And when you start, testimony starts coming. I used to sit there every day, but now I'm healed. Why? Because of Jesus. He's the only way. The only thing that will ever take you from where you are to where you need to be is Jesus. Testimony. Testimony, it's testimony, and now people are like, oh, who? It's Jesus, Jesus, the man, the one and only, Jesus, he's the guy, he's the one, and like, oh, I gotta, I gotta check this out, I gotta check this out, so where do you check him out? Well, you should come with me and check it out. Now you started questions, and then they come in, they're like, yeah, something was different about all those people. Yeah, I know, and they found the same freedom as I have you didn't see them when they were crippled. Yeah, yeah, the jumping and, and running around and looking kind of crazy during worship, you didn't see them before. You didn't see them when they walked in with a limp and now they're up at the altar jumping around in freedom. You've missed the pre. You're just getting to see the post. So you think they're crazy because of what you're seeing, but what you're not knowing is that they're jumping because of freedom from what God did in them. Oh, Oh, man. Oh, man. This house is free. We're free to dance. We're free to move. We're free to, to run and jump in his presence because what we used to be tied down, we're not anymore. And so there's a freedom. There's story after story after story after story after story in his house. Well, I don't like the way that that guy moves. Well, I'm sorry. His, his movement is a testimony to what he used to be. Amen. Amen. You, you can go down the list. I used to be addicted to drugs, but God. Come on. I, I used to be addicted to alcohol, but God. I used to have anxiety, but God. I used to have depression, but God. I used to have, uh, be so angry, but God. I used to be anorexic, but God. I used to struggle with identity, but God. Come on. We start to do these things, these, these things that used to to plague us, like plague your mind, to bring you into a deep hole where you couldn't crawl out of. But God, his freedom is, is, is yes and amen. Look at your neighbor and say, I am a child of God. Now say it to your other neighbor like you actually mean it. Say, I am a child of God. Go on to verse 11. While the man held on to Peter and John, all the people were astonished and came running to them in the place called Solomon's Colonnade. When Peter saw this, he said to them, fellow Israelites, why does this surprise you? Why do you stare at us as if by our own power or godliness, we had made this man walk? The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of our fathers, has glorified his servant Jesus. You handed him over to be killed, and you disowned him before 
Pilate, though he had decided to let him go. You disowned the holy and righteous one and asked what a murderer, that a murderer be released to you. You killed the author of life, but God raised him from the dead. (laughs) I love it. So much conviction in one speech. It's great. We are witnesses of this. By faith in the name of Jesus, this man whom you see and know was made strong. And it is Jesus' name and the faith that comes through him that has completely healed him as you can all see. Come on. Come on. That's so good. So there's two things. It starts with Jesus and it continues with faith. It starts with Jesus and it continues with faith. You have to get Jesus to be free and you continue with Jesus by faith. Even when the storms come, faith. Even when life gets hard, faith. Oh, but I don't know, faith. You dig down in deep, oh, faith. Yeah, but the world's going crazy, faith. That's in the Bible. We already knew the world was going to go crazy. Everybody's so surprised. You don't read your word, it's going to get worse. You good? We fine. You never know. Gas prices might even go up. It's going to be fine. We're all good. I don't know what virus is coming next, but it's got to be something. I mean, gosh, we already got animal names in them. We're going to be good. What God can do through you in these moments is what you're missing. It's God, use me amongst the chaos. I'm not just going to sit on the sidelines and let things go on in our city and things go on around us. I'm not going to allow that. But Lord, I am not worried because of faith. Because you saved me and faith keeps me. Come on. Somebody needs to write that down. You saved me. Come on. Jesus saved you and faith keeps you. It keeps you in that in that go position. It keeps you down ready to go. It's that, Lord, I don't care what comes at me. I know there's things all around me, but God, I'm ready. So what does that look like? Oh, I'm in kind of a lull season. Then get out of it. Get back in this position. Get your legs ready for battle and go. We're ready to pounce. Yeah. Well, my family doesn't agree with me. Okay. Continue to be faithful. Continue to be faithful. I know. I know sometimes it's hard when everything's coming at you, but continue to be faithful. Continue to be faithful, and as you are, you will watch God start to pour out. You'll watch God start to reveal things to you. You'll you'll watch God start to peel back layers that you didn't think you needed peeled. And those those are painful. Those, Those are painful moments. And that's why we say daily encounters, so that daily you can get reformed. So that daily God can come in and start to peel back things. So that if you miss it on Monday, he can get it on Tuesday. That's the thing. I'm good from Sunday. I'm good. No, no, no. No, you're not. No, you're not. We all feel it. Use your Monday to let God refine you. Let your Tuesday be a time where God can refine you. Let Wednesday, yeah, but I run out of words to pray. Then sit in his presence. Just sit there. How do you best connect with God? I was talking uh, to, to a whole bunch of people about how they, you know, best connect with God. You might connect with him through running. You might connect with him with, you know, I, I don't know. We got bikers here today. Get in on your motorcycle and riding. That's great. Get on your motorcycle and put on worship music and take off. Let God speak to you however you best connect with him. 
You don't have to be like your grandma and climb up on the lazy boy chair and pull out your Bible and, and put on your readers and have the lamp and the afghan and have your stitching thing over here and your Bible over here and your journal. You don't have to look like that. That's not the best way for you. That worked for her. That worked for her. But for me, I don't connect that way. So how do I best connect with God? Do I, does that make sense? Am I, am I helping anybody? I just don't want you to be pulled into the thing. Now listen, there is no other more important book than this book. Like, like when I tell you, hear me, okay? We're not gonna try to read the, the new authors of anything. I don't wanna get into like, you know, theological books read, you know, written by people in the last 40 years. This, this is original, Okay, this is original. So I dig into this word, and this is what he pours. So I'm not saying just go out and not do this. This has to be. Okay, uh, if if you're you know if you drive a lot in the car, man, I would recommend getting on U version. Get the U version app. Get get into the Bible. Start a plan in U version. U version app is so so good. Start a plan. Uh, you can do a, a read the Bible in a year plan. You can read the Bible in six months plan. You can read the Bible in Spanish and, and Italian. I don't know. You can read the Bible everywhere. Whatever you want to do. Get on. Start a plan. And daily get into God's word. And let you can even let you version read it to you. Neatly. So good. Oh, my word. Oh, I love it. Oh, I feel the Holy Spirit. It's so good. You can change the reader if you don't like his voice. <laughs> okay, I'm helping you. Daily, daily get into his word. You know what excuses do? They actually bring about the worst behaviors of your life. Excuses, parents that have excuses for their children and why they behave the way they behave, have the worst children on the face of the planet. Literally. I, I, excuses for your children will get you nowhere. Excuses for yourself. I can tell that you had parents that gave you excuses. I didn't have that luxury. Man, did I want it. <laughs> I tried. Don't, don't excuse behaviors. If you're not in the presence of God on a daily basis and you have a good excuse for it, what you're doing is you're actually saying this was more important than God. Let's just call it what it is. Let's go ahead and start to call it what it is rather than be like, well, you know, I had to, and I'm up early and I got an early job. No, no, no. You just don't care about his presence. So let's just start calling it what it is. Welcome to 2023. That's what we do. <laughs> and, and just know that you don't care about his presence. And then you can actually have a reality check. And when God gets into you on Tuesday, he'd be like, hey, you remember what he said? You don't care? Come on, let's check that. Let's peel back that layer. It's like, ooh, that hurts, Lord. That's not something I want to hear. Yeah, but if you change that, I can access you better, more, and do more through you. And so now you start to get things revealed. God starts to pour his spirit out. Jesus is who saved you. Faith keeps you. Get into your word. It's so important. In Ephesians 2, verse 8, it says, For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not from yourselves. It is the 
gift of God. Everybody say that with me. Say gift. Gift. Ooh, it is the gift of God. This is not from yourselves. Nothing you do saves you. It is a gift from God. And so we get to come into alignment with him and he pours out his gift. Not because of anything we've done. Not, not, not because of all these amazing things. Lord, look at the list of things that I've done for you. No, no, no. It's Lord, save me. Cleanse me. I invite you into my heart. Done. No magical potion. It, this is like insane. He's so good. He's so nice. He's so grace-filled. Like, what? And that's it, Lord? Like, you don't want anything else from me? Like, my ninth toe or my second child? Like, nothing? Nothing. Nothing. I just want you. And I've been waiting for you. I have been patiently, pa patiently waiting for you. Patiently waiting for you. And honestly, I'm just so happy that you finally said yes. And that's it. What? Oh, he's so good. Second Corinthians 5, 17. Worship bank can come, please. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here. Okay, let me read that again because I want to make sure that you understand. I'm not just up here talking. I'm not just up here trying to make you feel good that you can walk in here dirty and leave clean. I want you to understand this is Bible, okay? This is Bible. Everything that we talk about in this house is backed by Bible. The nine core values that we have in place, they're there and exist because of Bible. We just decided to put nine values in place so that you can have easier language to use and back it with the word. If you don't have a nine core values card um, or why the power place exists, make sure to grab that. It's at our connection bar. Put it on your fridge. There's, there's so many times um, I'll hear the staff uh, on a phone call and just talking to people and be like, well, one of the things we value here at the Power Place is, and then they'll use one of our values. Why? Because it is bringing everyone into unity, which is one of our core values. We say a house divided against itself cannot stand. And so when we're unified as a church, when we're unified in our home, how many of you love when you walk in from work and your house feels not unified? <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Oh, honey, I love you. No, nobody wants to come home to that. Nobody wants to come home to, you know, the kids be like, oh, you better be warned, dad. She's bad. <laughs> nobody wants that. No, 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 nobody, nobody wants to come home to that. You want to come to a unified home. Can you imagine walking into this house on a Sunday morning, having mass chaos and no unity? Got people over in the corner complaining. Oh, ah, what? No, 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 no. There is no place here for that. Because we value unity. We value unity in our staff. Man, we, we, we lean into hard conversations because hard conversations lead to health. And so if we got to lean in and have a little bit of a, an awkward moment and say, hey, listen, let's have a chat. Let's talk. That's okay because I would rather that, the awful five minutes that it feels like, then have disunity. It's so good. Well, it's not, doesn't feel good. It's so good. It's so good. And so we lean into that stuff. It's Lord, 
Reveal to us, help us. Let's walk this thing together in unity and watch you pour out. Amen. Amen. So I'm going to read that again. Verse 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. Ooh, the old has gone and the new is here. All this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation that God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them. Ooh, come on. Not counting sins against them. He's not, he's not up there with a notebook being like, nope, nope, nope. Okay, now you, you disqualified yourself. You can't get in anymore. No, 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 no. He just wants you. He just wants you. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors. Ooh, that's so good. As though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf. Be reconciled to God. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Come on, stand with me all over this place. Everyone standing, please. Thanks for checking out the Power Place audio podcast. The Power Place exists to help you encounter the Lord's presence daily, to empower you with his spirit and his word so that you can engage your world. Here at the Power Place, we believe the Bible from cover to cover. And our prayer is that as you listen, the absolute truth of God's word would bring complete freedom to every area of your life.